Hey, this is Pastor Madison. I am so excited that you're tuning in today to the Crosspoint Podcast. My prayer is that this word inspires you, uplifts you, and enlightens you. You can connect with Movement Youth on Instagram at movement underscore youth or the Point College Ministry at the Point College. Let's jump into the message. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited that you are tuning in. I just want to start things off by praying for you. God, thank you so much for whoever is tuning in right now. I just pray that they would feel your presence in your spirit as they listen and that they would just draw near to you and draw closer to you. Open their their hearts and their minds to hear what you want to say to them, God. And I just pray that you bless this time that they have of just getting to know you more. Amen. All right, well, today we're going to dive into Joshua chapter 24. And there's a lot in here. But here's the thing. I don't, I don't want to have a pretty Pinterest worthy verse that I can tell you and just not dive into the full story of the word. So I'm going to give you the whole story tonight and it's going to be great. We're going to start from the top of Joshua 24 and verse one. And it says, then Joshua assembled all the tribes of Israel at Shechem. He summoned the elders, leaders, judges, and officials of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. So Joshua is calling everybody together. And Joshua said to all the people, he is, he is the leader. All right, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Okay, God's saying this. Long ago, your ancestors, including Terah, the father of Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates River and worshiped other gods. But I took your father Abraham from the land beyond the Euphrates and led him throughout Canaan and gave him many descendants. I gave him Isaac, and to Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. I assigned the hill country of Seor to Esau, but Jacob and his family went down to Egypt. Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and I afflicted the Egyptians by what I did there, and I brought you out. When I brought your people out of Egypt, you came to the sea, and the Egyptians pursued them with chariots and horsemen as far as the Red Sea. But they cried to the Lord for help, and he put darkness between you and the Egyptians. He brought the sea over them and covered them. You saw with your own eyes what I did to the Egyptians. Then you lived in the wilderness for a long time. I brought you to the land of the Amorites who lived east of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I gave them into your hands. I destroyed them from before you, and you took possession of their land. When Balak, son of Zippor, the king of Moab, prepared to fight against Israel, he sent for Balaam, son of Beor, to put a curse on you. But I would not listen to Balaam, so he blessed you again and again, and I delivered you out of his hand. So God is just going off on what he's done for these people, the Israelites. Verse 11, he said, Then you crossed the Jordan, and you came to Jericho. And the citizens of Jericho fought against you, as did also the Amorites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hittites, Girgashites, Hivites, and Jebusites, and maybe some bug bites. But I gave them into your hands. I sent the hornet ahead of you, which drove them out before you, also the two Amorite kings. You did not do it with your own sword and bow. So I gave you a land in which you did not toil, and cities you did not build, and you live in them and eat from vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. This is Joshua talking. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Okay, this is powerful. Joshua is going off on them. He's saying, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. That's what Joshua tells us. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. 
Then the people answered, Far be it from us to forsake the Lord to serve other gods. It was the Lord our God himself who brought us and our parents up out of Egypt from that land of slavery and performed those great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our entire journey and among all the nations through which we traveled. And the Lord drove out before us all the nations, including the Amorites who lived in the land. We too will serve the Lord because he is our God. And Joshua's like, yeah, that's funny. He goes, you are not able to serve the Lord. He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, he will turn and bring disaster on you and make an end of you after he has been good to you. Okay, Joshua's being a little harsh, but he's just being real and raw and honest with them. Verse 21, then he says, but the people said, or this is what the people say. No, we will serve the Lord. And then Joshua said, you are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen to serve the Lord. And they said, yes, we are witnesses. And then he said, now then, throw away the foreign gods that are among you and yield your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, we will serve the Lord our God and obey him. Okay, we got to break this down because there is a lot in there. So basically, Joshua starts off by calling a family meeting. I'm sure you probably had some sort of family meeting in your past, but he's basically saying, okay, look, you hood rats, like you little hoodlums, listen up. God has got something to say to you. And then, and then he proceeds to tell them what God said and what God talks about to them is what he has done for them. He's done a lot. He's reminding of them, them of all the times he has delivered them and saved them even when they didn't deserve it. And there is going to come a time when you have to call a meeting and you have to declare truth over what you believe. And I don't know if it's a meeting between just you and God or if it's a meeting with you, God, and your family or your friends. But many of us are at a point where enough is enough and something needs to change. And it starts with a decision. And in Joshua 24, verse 15, Joshua makes a decision. And he tells them that they have got a decision to make as well. He says, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. He's basically saying, you have to pick. You have to decide. It is choosing time. And then he declares his decision and he boldly says, but as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. He's saying, I have made my decision. I will serve the Lord. So he tells them his decision and then he asks for theirs. And their response is, yeah, yeah, we choose God. We, we won't leave him. We won't forsake him. And it's funny because Joshua basically just looks him in the eyes and he's like, yeah, you will. You've done it before. And, and God doesn't want that. He doesn't want people who are half in, half out. He's saying you have a decision to make. And in those verses, Joshua, he's not trying to discourage their faith, but he's trying to discourage a light commitment to faith and following the Lord. And he's saying, make a decision. Don't just say one thing and do another. You have to make a decision. And I have made mine. And when they make their decision to follow the Lord, you know what he says? He demands that they put their money where their mouth is, and he tells them to take action immediately. Once they said they were willing to enter into and obey God and his covenant, Joshua immediately called them into actions on their words. So he tells them, okay, then throw away your other gods. It is so much more freeing when we have a faith that doesn't waver, when we stand strong in our decision and then we take action from there. That is what God wants for us. Okay, but God gives us a choice and it starts with a decision. That's what I want you to take away. It starts with a decision. And before we talked about 
Martha and how she invited Jesus in. And it was great. It was so great that Martha invited him in. Applause to her. But Martha also should have thought about her decision once Jesus was in her home. And I can be a lot like Martha. I don't always get it right. But but when I came home after committing my life to Jesus from camp, I did not just leave it at an invitation. So when I came home from church camp, when I was probably 11 or 12, after I had given my life to Christ, I had a decision to make. I had invited Jesus in. But what was I going to do with that invitation? What decision was I going to make once I let Jesus into my heart? And the day I came home from camp was the day I made a decision. It all started with a decision. And I made the decision to write to God every single day of my life. And I told him about my worries, about my stress, my anxieties, the good times, the bad times. I thanked him. I cried as I wrote. I laughed as I wrote. I had revelations as I wrote. And I still do to this day. But it started with a decision. I made time every single day to write to God, to get into the word, to be still. If I ever missed a day, I'd write about it the next day. I want you to know that it starts with a decision. Christ came and changed my life and he wants to change yours, but he doesn't want to stop at you accepting him into your heart day in and day out. He wants you to wake up and make a decision to reflect who he is to the people around you and be still. And I hope and I pray that you you all listen to this podcast and you make the people around you go, what the heck is different about them? What decision did they make that turned their life around? Why are they so peaceful, so joyful, so faithful, so good, so kind, so still? And you can tell them it started with a decision, a decision to follow Christ, a decision to take action and reflect who he is. Don't be the, the one who memorized Bible verse, verses and then goes and gossips about everyone in the whole, whole world, whole town, whole workplace, whatever it is. It starts with a decision. Do you have a bad reputation? If so, God wants to change it. And some of you might be asking, why do people do these things? Why, why is there bad things? Why is there sin in the world? It's because God gave us a choice. And it's up to us on whether or not we make the right decisions. We decide how we live, how we act, how we talk, how we treat other people. It starts with a decision. And some of you are saying, I don't want to be anxious anymore. I don't want to be lost anymore. I don't want to be unsettled anymore. I I don't want to be unhappy. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to gossip. Well, guess what? It starts with a decision. And today you have the opportunity to make the best decision of your life. And today you can make a decision that will change the trajectory of your life. And that decision is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And to invite him into your heart. And in this moment, if you're making that decision, just cry out to God and pray and say, God, change me. God, I choose you. God, come renew me and change my life in ways I never could have imagined. It starts with the decision and I choose today to choose you, to follow you. God, help me. Amen. It starts with a decision, and I hope today that you choose to follow Jesus and that you let it impact every second of every day and that you would allow him to just change you from the inside out. I think you'll be amazed at the life that he'll bring to you when you make that decision. 
If you enjoyed today's message, I would encourage you to like it or share it on social media. Movement Youth for 6th through 12th graders meets on Wednesday nights with service beginning at 7 p.m. And the Point College Ministry meets on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. We would love to have you join us. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.